Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Ed Vitagliano. And welcome back, folks. Ed Vitagliano with uh, Dr. Ray Pritchard, who is uh, joining us from his neck of the woods, Kansas City area. Hey, uh, Ray, uh, tell our listeners a little bit about uh, Keep Believing, about your uh, your ministry and where folks can go to find out more and uh, what they can find if they go there. Hey, Ed, thank you so much. If folks want to find out more about what's up, come to keepbelieving.com, keepbelieving.com. We've got a this, this library of online resources. I was just, during the break, thinking about it. We've got video lessons now covering Daniel, Revelation, Galatians, James, and Ephesians. And we're about to add something new on the life of Elijah to our video collection there. It's free. We've got sermons, Bible studies, videos, uh, a whole section of FAQs, common questions about the Bible and the spiritual life. We would be delighted for any of our listeners here at uh, Today's Issues to surf on over to keepbelieving.com and check it out. Keepbelieving.com. All right. Thank you, uh, Ray. All right. uh, Joining us, as he typically does uh, for our final segment on today's issues is Steve Jordahl. Good morning. Hey, I got a question. Ray, welcome back. Thank you. That's not a question? No, here's the question. (laughs) Any truth to the rumor that you've been gone for six months because because of your exegetical prowess, you've been mining everything you can out of the gospel, the third gospel of John, or the third uh, book of third John? Six months it took you to get everything that was in the the book of third john there is so much there in third john you know and and really after six months i'm only through the fourth verse (laughs) there you go i knew it (laughs) i'm not even done with third john yet so we can expect the uh, second john the the commentary on third john to be coming out uh early next year volume one the first four (laughs) verses volume one well you know the word of god is like that i mean you, you you can mine an awful lot of stuff out of uh, even small sections of, of scripture. So, um, all right, uh, Steve, what, what you got for us? Well, uh, Fred just poked his head in here a second ago and gave us the breaking news and I haven't looked at this. So yeah, I, this is breaking, 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 breaking. And I, so I can't really comment too much on it, but apparently a jury in Washington, DC has found Michael Sussman, not guilty of lying to the FBI. You may remember Michael Sussman, uh, went to the FBI with a tip he said, it was just, I'm all on my own, just a good citizen deciding to do this. Here's a tip. President Trump, uh, or President-elect Trump, has been uh, cavorting with the Russians and is doing things illegal. Well, it's, that was a whole bunch of malarkey. We found that out. But further, Sussman, in writing, said, oh, I'm just on my own. I'm just, this is just a concerned citizen, when in fact, he was working for Perkins Coy, who's the, the law firm. He was doing this on behalf of the Hillary Clinton campaign clearly lying to the FBI, but found not guilty. Ed, how can that happen? It was so clear. Well, uh, it's it's a D.C. jury. You're probably not going to find, I don't know how juries can, can vary in size. I don't know, it's 6 or 12 or whatever. But it's going to be very difficult to convict anyone on the Hillary Clinton side of things. Uh, it's also been true on the, I guess, on the Donald Trump side of things in New York, 
but for different reasons. They there yeah. was just nothing there there. Um, but listen, uh, I had somebody ask me last week. I was uh, at a speaking event on behalf of AFA in Mobile, Alabama, and on the trip down there, we were a team of us here, and I was asked whether I thought anything would ever happen to Hillary Clinton over all that kind of Russia Gate scandal and and her involvement in the complete fabrication of that charge, those charges against candidate slash uh, President Trump. And I said, no. I said, I do not think she'll ever go to prison for it. I don't think you're going to be able to prove anything that she did was illegal, might have been unethical, or so on and so forth. I just think that sometimes you can hide enough stuff to, uh, to get away with things in this life. And so I'm not surprised about uh, Michael Sussman. Uh, Ray, this is just breaking. You may not have an opinion on this. You, you, you have anything you want to add well, to this? <clears throat> I, I think one thing to say about him is he looked the jury right in the eye and he said, I did this entirely on my own for the reasons you've already pointed out DC and wanting to protect Hillary Clinton if the guy could look at the jury, doesn't matter if he's lying through his teeth, at right. least at this moment. If he could do that persuasively, he could convince them, okay, maybe there were other factors, but no, he basically was acting on his own and got, look, guys, he got away with it, right? Yeah. He, he got away with it because, Steve, as you said, the evidence would appear to be overwhelming, overwhelmingly against him, but he looked him right in the eye. I didn't do it. And in D.C., I guess that's good enough. Not just was it uh, was he known to be working now for the Hillary Clinton campaign, but there's evidence that's been come out that Hillary Clinton herself knew and approved of this uh, anti-Trump campaign. I don't know. You, I can't tell you what evidence the judge uh, allowed in or didn't allow into this trial. I can't tell you if. Hillary Clinton's personal knowledge and approval of the fiction that Trump was involved with Russia was even a part of Sussman, so a part of this trial. But um, three years John Durham spent trying to get his ducks in a row for this, and the first slam dunk is blocked at the rim. Yeah, that's good. Good. Uh, that's good a good way there. to put it. That's, that's, yeah. Uh, you know, listen. Uh, part part of this is that. Uh, like Ray said, you, to convict somebody has to be beyond a reasonable doubt. And if Michael Sussman, uh, who's an attorney, right? I mean, this is he, he he speaks for a living. And if he was able to put that doubt in the minds of enough members of the jury who, as we're saying, probably already sympathetic to the left, then you can get someone off. Plus, I think this is why I said I don't think Hillary Clinton will ever go to prison is uh, I'm not sure it's illegal to play dirty in politics. And I think what she would say is, and I'm not talking about lying to the FISA court or any of those kind of things. I think what she would say if a moment of candor, uh, if she's at lunch with uh, someone who's kind of undercover, you know, from, from Veritas, from Veritas, <laughs> she may say, listen, all's fair in politics. And uh, yeah, I knew it was probably, but uh, Donald Trump did this and he did that. And so I did this. And you're going to get a jury who's going to go, eh, I think that thing kind of stuff goes on all the time. I, you know what? You could get away in some areas on the left with killing puppies if you say it was yeah. saving the world from Donald Trump. Yes. You know, 
That's true. All right, so folks, uh, I'm sure we'll have maybe a little bit more on that tomorrow. Again, Fred Jackson just came and stuck his head in the door and told us this breaking news. Michael Sussman found not guilty by a jury of his peers. So hopefully we'll have more on that for tomorrow. All right. So we're keep, we keep being told that white supremacy is the scourge of the country and it's going to bring down democracy. It's an existential and threat. It Steve. is an existential threat. In fact, President Biden uh, kind of talked about it at a, um, uh, at a speech. Did we play that yet? No. Um, and I can't wait. Yeah. Um, <laughs> listen to I, it's cut ten. What? What? Just set, set this up a little bit. So this speech. is Biden speaking at a, a, a University of Delaware. He uh, or Delaware State, one of the two. He spoke at the commencement graduation. It's okay. graduation time now, so you get all these speakers. And he was speaking there, and he wanted to to emphasize to the graduates how dangerous a country we live in and wanted the graduates to you know this liberal institution to start taking the country back he committed a, a number of falsehoods he lied several times but i want you to hear what he says uh he takes a shot unnamed but a, a obvious shot at donald trump and some of his supporters and then for some reason he he he, listen to him refer to the british parliament for some reason to these american college kids it, it's a little bit Confusing to me, but listen to Cut 10. When the prominent leaders or leaders breathe oxygen under the rocks it's hiding in, it takes on a new life. It comes roaring back out in ways I must tell you I never thought would happen. Because I got in politics sitting where you're sitting because of civil rights in Delaware. And then nearly four years later, a mob of insurrectionists stormed the Capitol, very citadel democracy. Imagine what you'd be thinking today if you had heard this morning before you got here that a group of a thousand people broke down the doors of the parliament of Great Britain, killed two police officers, smashed and ransacked the office of members of the British parliament. What would you think? Kind of angry there. He gets angry at the, you know, it, well, anyway. Um, first of all, no officers killed. Right. <laughs> and I'm not sure about the ransacking of a... I, yes, some things were taken, but ransacking may be, I don't know, a little Well, strong. I mean, there was a podium and a laptop, right? Yeah. That's all I, I've heard. I don't know. Something like that. Maybe and people someone took a lamp. With their, desk, with their feet up on Nancy Pelosi's yeah. desk or something similar. But, but, but by the way, uh, I, I want to make it clear, we're not... We're not doing a thumbs up double no. thumbs up no that no. those people no. did that but it's that's a far cry from the scene he's describing so th so this is president biden doing the the what we hear on the left all the time that white supremacy and the people who like the people who attack the capitol is the biggest problem in the united states well a very disturbing video surfaced over the weekend i'm going to play this for you um and it's if you guys can go ahead, I'm not going to post it on our uh, or ask Brent to post it on our Facebook page. It's just a little graphic to me. Okay. Uh, but this happened in the New York City subway. This is at Fulton Station. I know where that is, in on the New York City subway, and it shows uh, a group of black men who have an Asian man uh, cornered. No, they have they grabbed him by the arms. Somebody standing behind him, holding his arms back. And they're just taking pot shots at his face, hitting and slamming him. Listen and listen to the attitude that they have right now. Cut 11. I got it. Yes. I got it. Oh! <laughs> oh, 
They're, they're just beating that guy? Just just right. hauling off and, and slugging him and while he has, he's been held with his arms behind his back. Um, can you imagine, Ray, what would be the reaction <laughs> had that been a white person holding back and maybe hitting a black person or anybody? anybody? The, the shocking thing about that video, which, by the way, is all over the Internet. I mean, it's popped up on my Twitter feed a bunch of times. So these guys, it looks like it's almost like a sporting event. They grab him. Somebody's got his, you know, hands behind him. You can hear people laughing. Some people are shouting. Some people apparently are laughing in the background as if they just picked on this Asian guy just for fun because they can do it. We were talking earlier about lawlessness. This is, to me, Steve, this is what lawlessness is. When when just for fun you can pick on a guy of a different ethnicity, you can beat him up, you can video it, and basically nothing is going to happen to you. Well, uh, so this has been a pan- this is an epidemic we keep hearing of of the anti-Asian hate crime. In fact, I went and looked at this is just a snapshot. It's not it's meant to represent um, anything other than just what this particular New York Crimes hate report re- says about calendar year 2020. But there were, um, as far as hate crimes, there were 41 hate crimes in 2020 uh, that were committed by black people, um, uh, 25 of them against Asians, black people beating up Asians. Now, as far as hate crimes go, there were 25, there were 21 anti-Asian hate crimes, there were 25 anti-Semitic or attacks on Jews, there were 25 attacks on on gays or lesbians because of their sexuality and 41 um hate crimes committed by black people 21 committed by white all of them are terrible but the 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 pandemic here in crime is not white supremacy yeah this is the point this is the point you're making is that joe biden long way around well uh, joe biden is saying and the left is saying that the existential threat in this country is white supremacy. And what you are clearly saying, I I believe, don't want to put words in your mouth, is that there is plenty of hate to go around and there's plenty of crime and plenty of lawlessness to go around. around. This this isn't just a matter of whiteness. Listen, I'm just going to say, and Ray, jump in here. I'm going to say this is a country that is morally decaying and we are seeing lawlessness and we are seeing violence uh, throughout the country. And I just, you just showed me this. I had not seen this. This is new to me. Yeah, the video. And, and that is disturbing. And I don't know what these idiots were thinking. Uh, they are on camera. Their faces are clearly visible as they are slapping this guy around. They don't, ha- they don't have anything to fear. Who's going to? Well, right. I guess, is this right. in New York? Yeah, New York this City. This is New yeah. York. They, yeah. they do this, and they're out within hours. Um, and and it, <laughs> this shows to me that there is uh, a problem right now. That, but because it's not the narrative that the left wants, which is anti-Trump, it's not being addressed, much less talked about. It's this was being, the New York Post, too, that I... This is in the New York Post. So that's a conservative. So your your point is that the media on the left is is not going to cover this kind of uh, racial racial animus on the part of one minority group towards another. I can't tell you that the liberal press didn't cover this at all, but but certainly it's not taking away from the uh, 
the the narrative that okay. we got a problem. Go with ahead, Ray. Supremacy. What do you think? Well, look, they they did this because they knew nothing serious would happen to them. Even if they got arrested, they'd be out quickly. They knew. You know, Ed, what kind of society is it where you can go beat up somebody of a different ethnicity on a subway? You can do it, and you don't even bother to cover your face because you know it basically just doesn't matter. You can get away with it, and nothing serious will happen. This poor, this poor guy that I was looking at, he didn't look very tall. He's clearly no threat to anybody, and he's just hes just in a jam. Yeah, bigger guy holding him, and what is he going to do? You know, I, he, he may have been wondering if they're going to throw him under the tracks. Right. That kind of stuff happens, too, when a when – a, uh, a subway train is on the way. I, that's that's disturbing, and I don't want us to post that. Yeah, well, uh, I, that I is, didn't. Yeah, get it that's 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 just that's just disturbing. I, I'll tell you something: human beings can uh, can be vile. Okay, they can be violent and vicious, and it is like watching a video uh, of uh, nature where uh, animal A eats animal B. And, uh, you know, human beings can, can get to that kind of point too. And not everybody, obviously not everybody who's black or Asian or white or whatever uh, is, is being uh, acting this way, no. but human beings can sink to these kinds of levels, but all have sinned. Yes. So we're That's all right. guilty of something, but yeah. So you heard, uh, Donald Trump lying at this, uh, graduation ceremony, He's a little concerned. Joe Biden. Joe, well, did you I meant say, Joe you Biden. Said, you oh, said Donald. No, Donald, Donald Trump. Trump. He was lying somewhere else, I'm sure. Oh. <laughs> I didn't say send, that out loud, did I? Send comments to Steve Jordahl. <laughs> well, no, politicians, no, I politicians. Didn't, I didn't mean that. Yes, I did. All right. Uh, but uh, Joe Biden at, at the graduation ceremony in Delaware. He, so Joe Biden is a little concerned. He's frustrated, according to the uh, NBC News, of all places, that his aides are walking back everything he, he says. It, he says it makes him feel like it makes it, it, it bolsters the Republican talking point that he's not in fully in command if they keep cleaning up his words. I, I'm, I'm at a loss for words because clearly he's, he's making a whole bunch of verbal gaffes. And are they just supposed to let it go? Well, and it's not just verbal gaffes. I mean, he's, he's made statements regarding U.S. foreign policy. Right. And and has had to or, or staff have had to walk these things back because you know I, I'm thinking about Taiwan last week. Right. But he's he's made these kinds of comments. And um, uh, listen, I don't know why he's shocked by that. None of us are. Where none of us are shocked that staff has had to clean up some of his messes. I, I'll tell you his speech. Now, admittedly, it was just a short clip that the uh, the Delaware com- uh, uh, commencement. That he was speaking at, we just uh, listened to a bit of it. Half of that was incomprehensible to me. I, 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 I and the other half didn't make any sense. <laughs> yes, so that's right. So <laughs> even uh, even when he's reading a speech, sometimes it's right, uh, not right. easily easy to understand what he's the point he's trying to get at. But and, and it was University of Delaware, just University of Delaware, yeah, just to. Okay. Uh, the point all right so someone has uh let's we have time for this somebody has done a poll this is the harvard harris poll mark penn is the pollster he asked a simple question of democrats and republicans if your party's primaries were today so it's just republicans against republicans democrats against democrats for president who would you vote for 
Well, on the Republican side, um, 41% of Republicans said that they would vote for President Trump even if Ron DeSantis, Ted Cruz, Marco Rubio, Tim Scott, Mike Pompeo, anybody else was in the race, 41% would still vote for Donald Trump. So he is still firmly in control of the party. One of the surprising things, surprising things though, on the left, on the... Uh, by, by the way, on, on in yeah. the Republican side, what were the other percentages? Uh, Ron DeSantis was at, what, like 12, 12, 12%, 12 way low. He was 12%, second. Wow. Second, uh, third wow. was uh, Mike Pence at seven, and then mm. 4% each for Nikki Haley and Ted Cruz, and then on down the road. Um, on the Democrat side, only 23% of Democrats say on a primary, when Joe Biden is on the ballot against any other Democrat, only 23% of them would vote for Joe Biden. 9% would vote for Kamala Harris, 8% for Bernie Sanders, 31% say they were not sure who they'd vote they vote for somebody else. In other words, the door is wide open on the Democratic side. 23% Biden leads, but that's probably in due in large uh, part to name recognition. But, uh, Ray, it's uh, very interesting that uh, Biden is that low and so many uh, Democrats are unsure who they would vote for if they're primary was today, but it looks to me like the Republican nomination is uh, Donald Trump's to lose. I mean, he's, no. he's that far ahead. As it stands today, he is going to be the nominee. I know we got two more years to go, right? right? So things can happen, but he's the odds on favorite to be the nominee. And I, I, I've seen some of those polls where, you know, it's Trump versus Biden in a rematch in 2024, and, and uh, Donald Trump wins all of those. Yeah. Which I think, if you're a Democrat strategist, has got to keep you up uh, keep you up at night figuring out what to do, because Kamala Harris is no help to Mr. Biden at all nationwide. Right. I, I, Democrats don't have much of a bench, doesn't seem like. No, and, and that's why I say I think the Democrat Democratic Party's nomination uh, is wide open. I think they're hoping for someone to come in and save the party. If it's Trump versus Biden, okay, that is a nightmare scenario for the Democrats because at least at this point, and that was the point of the poll, the question, at if it was today, uh, wh whom would you vote, uh, vote for? Um, and so uh, because of the economic situations and uh, various other problems that the Biden administration has found itself uh, dealing with, that would be a, n a nightmare scenario for the Democratic Party. But if if they can convince somebody else to come in and save the day, then maybe their prospects are, are, are improved. I will say this about former President Trump. Uh, it's uh, he, He's going to be able to say, uh, how do you like me now? Okay. Right. Do things, you miss me yet? Yeah. Do you miss me yet? All those kind of things. Uh, do you regret the decision you made in 2020? And again, setting aside the questions of was it a stolen election? I'm talking about uh, the straight up contest. Uh, it looks like it is Donald Trump's to lose in terms of the nomination of the GOP. I doubt Ron DeSantis will run against former President Trump if Trump announces he's running. I think DeSantis is young enough. He'll say, I'll, I'll wait.
The Washington Examiner put out this poll, and they they titled this article a 2024 Trump-Biden death match. And I'm wondering if it means one of them is going to die of old age <laughs> in the meantime. <laughs> Once again, folks, you can send your comments to Steve Jordahl. Steve Jordahl. All right, folks, that's all the time we have for today's edition of Today's Issues. More great programming is directly ahead on American Family Radio. Lord willing, we will see you tomorrow.